We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 172 On this episode, we've got some news And we'll be talking about recent episodes of Heart of Dixie White Collar, Psych, Once Upon a Time, and The Walking Dead Plus... Uh, a little reality, and some listener feedback. You can find the full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 172. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray from raylee.com, I guess. And joining us this week is Patty from offcolortv.com. I'm back. And better Hi, than Patty. ever. <laughs> I'm just glad not to be at work. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all be... Glad that we're not at work right now. Yeah, that's true. But uh, thanks for uh, joining us again, Patty. And uh, sure. this time getting to talk with Ray. Yep. For <laughs> <laughs> <With> the delay. <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of the podcast, Patty, you'll be like, really? This is what I was looking forward to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry in advance, Patty. <laughs> All right. First up, a little bit of news. Uh, This past week, Fox has renewed uh, the following for a second season, uh, Raising Hope for a fourth, New Girl for a third, and The Mindy Project for a second season. So, Patty, what do you think about any of those? Uh, You watching any of those? Well, I watch New Girl, and I'm excited about that. And I haven't gotten into the following yet. The scary stuff is scaring me. <laughs> Between the following and the walking dead, <laughs> I have to be very limited because I will have nightmares. Well, you got to stop following the walking dead around. It won't be so scary. Yeah. Well, I watch it in the middle of the day. <laughs> That's the only way I can watch it. I can't watch it on Sunday night. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then, so Ray, you're really glad that the mini project's going to be back, right? Yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am excited about So it's not girl, just me? So. No, it's so not just like you. So you don't like the Mindy... Okay, good. I don't like it at all. I've tried to watch a couple of different episodes, and I just didn't like it's not funny. Uh, well, I, I will people say love this. It. I, I have gotten it better since the pilot, but it's still not something I really enjoy. So, sorry. <laughs> like I cares. want to like she, it. The show's just been renewed. Good for her. I'm glad there's a female-centric comedy on, but, you know. I wish it were one I like. As opposed to more David the other Spade. Female-centric comedies I don't like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm happy. You know, I've, I, I like the following, so it'd be interesting to see where they go by the end of this season and where they go into a, for another season. Uh, I'm really glad that uh, Raising Hope is going to be back. I, I like that show. And, and New Girl is, is kind of on fire this season, so it'll be good to have them back. And I like the Mindy Project. I don't think it's I don't think it's great. The problem I have is that there's a couple of the characters on it that just are so outlandish that, you know, they make Mindy seem normal. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that it just makes everything seem way too crazy. But Fox is sticking with most of uh their comedy lineup and and uh, trying to uh, 
keep that two-hour comedy block going. And then uh, the other news item we have is that Showtime uh, officially announced last week that uh, season eight will be the last season of Dexter, which everybody pretty much had assumed, but uh, now it will be the case, which Dexter's one of those shows that it's gone on probably too long, except that last season was like really good. But then you look at the season before that and you're like, that was the season where everybody was like, yes, it's definitely gone too far, but then it has a a season past that that's really good. So it's really, there's kind of a weird up and downness to the, to the seventh season. So it'll be interesting to see where they go to close things out with that one. And with that, we'll jump into prime time. And the first show up on the list is Heart of Dixie, uh, season two, episode 17. We are never, ever getting back together. And I hate that it, they called it that. I can't get that song out of my head as it is. And I don't listen to the radio. So I don't know how I even know it. But I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I like that they're making... I hate even to say that they're, they're making them more real, the characters more real. Um, because I've known people like Wade and Zoe that when they break up, it's messed up. Although I can never imagine burying my bed in food for a week and not taking a shower. <laughs> I laughed really, really loud when she woke up with that sucker stuck to her face. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, and I, but I know guys that have done something like that and in their mind, they tell themselves they really didn't do it. And, and they convince themselves that they didn't, that they, like, they imagined it. So I don't know how they're going to get them back together. I'm assuming that they will at some point, but it's, I like it. I like it. It's a cute show, and I love Lemon. I used to hate her, but I love her now. Yeah, I'm the same way, actually. I really, anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I really didn't like her. <laughs> Originally, but they've done so much to actually give her um, some depth now. Like, she doesn't just exist to be annoyed at Zoe. Um, or just and... to be annoying in general. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> well, yeah, she's become more of a character. She was more of a caricature. Of yeah. In, in the, especially in the first season. And now you get, you know, you even get scenes like, you know, with her and Zoe where... She's, you know, basically like, you know, we're not friends or anything, but they still sort of, you know, commiserate <laughs> together mm-hmm. about uh, where they are. So, you know, their relationship has kind of progressed some. And and uh, I, I really like uh, Tansy and George and sort of this awkward spot that they were in sort of knowing about Wade and but Tansy, like knowing what Wade has been like in the past and. And uh, I, I think, and my favorite bit was Tansy telling Zoe that she needs to forget about Wade and find somebody like George, not George, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like George, <laughs> which was which was pretty funny. And I really just like George with almost everyone now. I didn't like him really in the first season. I just thought he was kind of blah, and now he's just kind of awkward and funny with everyone 
That's true. I still don't want him with Zoe, but yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want him with Zoe either. Well, I think him with Tansy has been really good. It sort of lightened up the character some. And uh, and then also, even seeing now, like, you know, with him and Lemon, like, <laughs> Lemon using their past to get him to to help her out and, uh, you know, even though things end up backfiring for her, but but then, you know, coming and sort of apologizing, you know, to him and uh, and just everybody's sort of in an interesting place, you know, so far this season that, uh, you know, they've really, you know, they've really given everybody, you know, some stuff to work with this season. Yeah, agreed. I actually also liked the, sorry, you guys just reminded me because we're talking <laughs> about the characters. Um, I liked the Levon and Wade, how they were affected by what happened with Wade and Zoe in this episode as well. Because I do, I enjoy the, that friendship. Like, I enjoy Levon and Zoe's friendship, too. So I liked seeing, you know, the reaction and them going back and forth, whatever. And Levon finally telling him that doesn't mean they're not friends. He just means he's mad at him right now because he hurt somebody he likes. So, yeah, yeah I, I'd like that they that everybody is friends with everybody that there's not necessarily I'm only hanging out with you because I'm in love with you you know the girls are friends with girls and guys and everybody has repercussions of the friendship even um, Lemon and what's her name her, her partner her oh. little catering partner her name starts with an A but I can't remember what it is Annabeth? Yes. Annabeth. And how all the shenanigans with Annabeth affect Lemon. But they're still now they're back to being friends again, sort of. But I still don't I, I don't know how they're gonna fix this Levon mess. There's with, just no good way there's just no good way. Levon can't be with anybody, I guess. <laughs> I know, I don't know. I, I really want him-, want him with Annabeth. I mean not Annabeth, I really like him with uh Lemon, though, so... I know, but I like Annabeth, too. I, that To me, that's a good show in that you've got all these triangles, but you can't really pick who you right. want anybody to be with. <laughs> they, they've, just, they've just made all these great characters, and everybody just needs to be... Everybody just needs to get along. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, a lot of times, you know, sh- shows go on that where there's there's the triangle, and one ver- one part of the triangle is you don't even understand why this person would ever be with that person ever. Cause they're terrible. And then they have the, you know, the other option is like the really nice person or whatever. And, or obvious. And, and you're just like, this is, this is not even a choice really. Like, you know, why would, why would this person be, but yeah, everybody's like pretty, pretty good. And you, you know, you kind of could see, and the triangles, you know, tend to intersect and stuff at different points. And yeah, they've they've really done a a good job with the with the show. And I hope that uh, you know we get another season of it. Crossing my fingers. I mean, it's it's likely. I mean, it's that uh, since we're we're already a couple seasons in. You know, it's probably more likely to get renewed than one of the newer shows that has a similar similar ratings-wise or whatever, because, you know, they already have a, a couple seasons in on this one. 
Um, right. And that the CW can't cancel everything. <laughs> like they, they've got to keep they, – they're, they're not going to introduce like six new shows or something like that next season. So I think there's probably a good chance that, that Heart of Dixie will be back. Does it get okay ratings? Does it get like the same ratings it got last year? I it I think it does it does pretty well and I think it does uh I like and, you know overall you know it does okay but I think it does really well in that sort of target 18 to 34 female demographic com- in comparison to uh you know Beauty and the Beast and the Carrie Diaries and you know some of the other you know the other shows that are on the bubble so to speak right all right, so we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is uh, White Collar, Season 4, Episode 16, In the Wind. So, Patty, what did you think of the season finale of of White Collar? I love this show. Everything is so pretty. Everybody's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> New York is beautiful. And every finale, they give you something that you're like, how can they possibly get themselves out of this one? I'm just, I'm sure they'll figure it out and it'll be good, but I, how, and his dad has to die. He just really has to. But then how do they get Peter off the hook for the senator's murder? Yeah, there's a, yeah, this one seems to have a little bit more, uh, some of the ones in the past, you're like, huh, they're just, you know, they're just messing with you with, you know, what they're trying to throw in there and they tend to resolve them pretty quick, but this one doesn't seem like something that they can just come back and everything will be okay in the first few minutes of, of season it, five. No, they can't. There's no way. It has to take at least two or three episodes, you would think. Although there's, there's little things that bother me, like... Granted, you know, Neil's probably not going to be able to stop his dad from leaving, but wouldn't you, like, call somebody and say, yeah, he just left my place? <laughs> He's or, Well, oh, I don't know. Or, or, Ma- I, or maybe Mozzie will set a trap or something. Or or something to, to be able to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to capture him, not just, you know, sort of let him go the way that he did. But, but overall, the, you know... Great, you know, one of their better plans, you know, and one of their better, like, elaborate, you know, plans mm-hmm. to be able to to do stuff. And, you know, of course, obviously things didn't go exactly right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> since Peter ends up arrested uh, uh, for murder. But And, but, you know, I noticed that the dad had on gloves, and I was like, why does he have gloves on? But that, I'm, he planned to kill the senator all along, I'm sure. Yeah, well, he definitely wanted to get the box first to be able to get some, you know, evidence out of there and 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 stuff. But uh, since you know it it comes to light that he wasn't exactly as forthcoming as <laughs> as he was uh, pretending to be, and had really been on the run for good reason. Uh, and uh, but. They gave you a lot of good stuff in the episode, like the proposal scene was, you know, while it was supposed to be fake, it was a little more real for both of them than uh, 
than they really had expected. And uh, they gave, you know, they gave the fans a lot of good stuff in the season finale. You know, mm-hmm. pretty much everything that you like the show for, you know, you've got you got in that that episode. And then they leave you with their sort of patented cliffhanger of how exactly are you going to get, uh, you know, Peter out of this one? Well, and we're going to have a longer wait, I think, to find out because I don't think it comes back to year. There's really so we'll stay on it. That is the one thing about USA shows uh, compared to other cable networks is you know a lot of shows like FX shows tend to play you know wherever they start they tend to continue to play in that time period. Mm-hmm. But USA shows are all over the place and and then with the split seasons, uh, but you never quite know when things are coming back. Hence the next show on our list, Psych. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, how excited were you guys to have Psych back? Which was pretty much off for a year. Very excited. Yeah, I said last. I said in the last podcast, I think that uh, in one of the last couple podcasts about Psych, that it was going to be like when the fifth episode plays of the season, which is the hundredth episode, that it'll have been like ten months or something like that. They were filming that episode at the end of May last year, and it's going to play, you know, the episode's actually going to air, you know, only, you know, what is it going to be? First week of April. Yeah, the the first week of April. So that's a, you know, (laughs) that's a pretty long lead time between when they were filming and when the air, when the episodes actually aired. And normally they would start filming like that, and then the episodes would start airing over the summer even. And uh, so, yeah, it's been – you never quite uh, – you never can quite be like, okay, white collar's done. It's going to be back this summer. You know? <laughs> and then, you know, you're not really sure all the time you know, when a show is actually going to air on uh, – But at least you can depend on USA to have something good on all the time. Yeah, they There's do. At least one or two. Yeah, they do try to spread, uh, you know, spread things out. But I, I kind of wish you could, you know, sort of ex- expect like come fall, you know, that this show is going to be, uh, you know, back or these are going to be over the summer and the winter or, or whatever. But uh, with that, we'll talk about the next show on our list, which is Psych, uh, season seven, episode two. Juliet takes a lover, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing uh, throughout this episode. And when they were going over, you know, like when they're going over Juliet's uh, fake dating profile and under, <laughs> under likes was <laughs> the mentalist. And they, 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 they riff on the mentalist there for a little bit and just so much good stuff in the, in this episode, what did you think, Ray? Um, I loved it. <laughs> Sean in the fetal position on his bed, <laughs> and then telling his dad, "No, we never need to discuss this ever." <laughs> um, that was pretty great. Or Sean um, coming home and his parents are watching a movie, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to watch." And then they tell him what movie, and he's like, "Oh." Pretty soon he's sitting between his parents. Is this the boy that can fly? Oh. 
Yes, I don't watch this show all the time. I tend to catch, you know, an episode here or there. And I always enjoy it. Not as much as you guys, but I feel like I can keep up with it just listening to you to the podcast. <laughs> Which comes in so handy. Much. Well, but at least I can tune in and I know who everybody is. You know, and I knew his dad had been shot and I knew his mom had come back to, you know, help and... So I knew some, you know, some of the stuff that was going on, and I'll watch it next week because isn't this next week the the Blair Witch one? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, that's next okay. week's episode. That's it's the kind one. Of a combination I, what, of different. Uh, it is mostly Blair Witch, but it's kind of also there's a couple other horror things in there, but not in not in a scary sense for the record. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Yeah, Patty, you won't need to watch it during the day. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> No, Psych is not no, one of the ones good. that I watch during the day. But yeah, so I'll be watching it this next week too. It's one of, I think it's Amory's favorite that they've ever done. So that'll tell you how she loves it. Well, exactly. Um, I was going to say something about this episode. Oh, I wanted to just, you know, I thought it was really funny when um, the Sean not a, just accusing Gus's girlfriend, who, by the way, I love What's Her Face, which I not going to remember her name right now but um that actress i love her but when he was like what did he make a comment about he needed to find love and it needed to not be somebody who was a killer or was dating a serial killer i don't remember and it just was funny to me because gus's like relationships always always are something like that (laughs) oh he dates a serial killer yeah, like he's always involved with somebody who's involved with the case. <laughs> yeah, that was Gus's – didn't – Gus had that line when he was filling out the online dating profile or whatever about the – he's like, I need to change things up because, you know, I, they, my my girlfriends always tend to be like the killer or, you know, he goes through this whole list, <laughs> this whole litany of, of things that, uh, you know, haven't exactly worked out for him in the past and so – so he's like Sam Winchester in that he sleeps with somebody and they end up killing people or they have to die. Only not so, quite so dark. Well, there, there's – yeah, there's usually been something in there. Although for a – there was a time in the beginning of the show where uh, Sean usually ended up with the you know the, the female <laughs> that was uh, – that ultimately would end up be, you know, part of the case or something that uh, – and uh you know it would have something to do with whatever they were investigating and but it's also a bit more so lately in the last few seasons to to Gus and uh I I think sort of taking over that once <laughs> once Juliet and Sean got together yeah yeah so that's sort of been the thing you know the last the last couple last few seasons or whatever and uh but yet Still, there's a big bombshell for you know, a big, a big little uh, added thing that she has a son. You know, at, at the end of the episode, so not everything's not quite as perfect uh, as he thought. Oh, but yeah. I also like that that they that they tend that he goes on like what like three dates with her over the course of like a day and a half, you know, or something. Yeah, there's like not a whole lot of time that passes uh, on the on the episode. Uh, Lassie and Sean going to help Juliet, but then her not being in trouble and them trying to save it. 
was funny. That was that was really good. There was just so much in this episode. I think it's for me. It was one of those episodes where I think I need to watch it again because I think there were things I missed because I was laughing so much at the last thing that happened uh, that you you know you miss the next thing that happens, which is why a show like this is so good on on rewatch is because there will be something that you, you missed the first time uh that you'll catch the second time but but yeah the whole thing uh, uh revolving around Sean and where he's at in his life right now and then talking about moving in at the end you know the, I think they've done a good job of continuing to progress Sean and Juliet's relationship uh I keep wondering you know like when is it going, when is it going to be that time where he's going to either tell her or, or decide that he's never going to tell her uh, or, you know, or what that could possibly do, you know, that they've gone so far now and he still keeps up the fake psychic persona in, in front of her as well. That's a interesting bit of potential tension that they have to to play with at some point in time. Well, you know, that'll have to be the end of the season. Well, now, since they're supposed to just run it all the way through, it would have to be at the end, or it would have to be at what would be the mid-season break so that you have a little cliffhanger, (laughs) if they even do it this season. But that's when I would imagine they would try to take advantage of that whole situation. (laughs) Yeah, leave you you hanging at the end of the season for what that that means for... The, the couple in, into the next season instead of somebody getting shot or something like that as the cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, but I I, I haven't watched – I had access to watch next week's episode, but I didn't want to watch next week's episode because then things get too messed up for – I didn't want to talk about this week's episode and have stuff about next week in my head. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to next week, especially, you know – I like this episode so much and, you know, we're talking about season seven here and, you know, like Amory said previously and Rage said about Amory that, you know, it's her, one of her favorite episodes ever of the show, that they're still doing that well in season seven is, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And that you could say that some of their rough seasons are almost, you know, like season three or something, you know, like relatively early on in in their run and then they've they've only gotten you know continued to get stronger really it seems like in in later seasons which is an interesting uh thing for a show you know like we mentioned uh dexter in the new segment uh, you know has been quite the roller coaster of ups and downs uh you know after seven seasons and uh psych has only continued to sort of Got on an upward trend for the most part. Agreed. That's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll move on to Once Upon a Time, uh, Season 2, Episode 17, uh, The Miller's Daughter. So what did you think of this episode, Patty? Uh, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch? <laughs> I thought you were going to watch. I didn't. I was going to try, and I did not watch. I was engrossed <laughs> in The Amazing Race. <laughs> and you don't watch, do you, Ray? I don't watch the show anymore. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like it. Well, then how did it make the list? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can discuss Cause, cause it. You Is this the one that so just much. happened last night? 
Yeah, this is the last night's episode. Last week's episode or the last no, night? Last night's episode. That's it sort of ties in with the last week's episode. I mean, the last few episodes have been not much time has passed between where each episode is. It kind of picks up right where the last one was. And uh although this one was I don't think it was a huge, you know, shock uh the character that died. Okay, say it. Who died? Cora. Cora gets, oh, gets killed off. <laughs> and it's not... Maybe, maybe I'll watch again now that she's gone. <laughs> well, the thing was, is the way that they did it was that uh, Snow White... Snow uses uh, some dark magic and, you know, tricks Regina into uh, doing something that ultimately ends up in Cora's death... But then, like, Snow's, like, beside herself for, you know, for what she's done. And it's one of those weird things where, since it's supposed to be, you know, fairy tale, like, that, uh, you know, good is supposed to win out over evil, but yet it's supposed to somehow win out without ever killing anybody on the other side or anything. Yet, I don't get when you're in a battle with somebody that's out to kill you how you've somehow crossed the line if you get the <laughs> if in that battle I, well, you kill them. Well, because, you know, sometimes bad bad things happen to bad people. Where? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those, you know, you're in a battle with somebody who's trying to, you know, kill you and you kill them first yet somehow you've done something so, it, that's out of character somehow. Or it, that's always weird to me, you know, because in a show like this, it's like, how are you supposed to defeat these magical people? <laughs> you know, what are you? So and you can't kill anybody. Yeah, without without taking them out or whatever. So you know, it's it's just it's a, kind of a strange thing. But what I did like about the episode was again the way they do backstory on this show. They gave you this. They wrote in a the backstory that was. You know Cora's backstory, but also gave you more of Regina's backstory, and then you know Snow White and her backstory and her mother's death, which give you a lot of you know information about these characters and their history, and other characters find out things about you know you know that's the thing is Snow White finds out that Cora killed her mother, you know back <laughs> back when she was a child. And yet it's still <laughs> and is and is out to kill you, yet it's still you can't you're gonna defeat them, but you're supposed to do it without taking their life. I don't know, it's that's all the strange fairy taleness stuff. But the way that they <laughs> fill in the way that they fill in backstory in the show though is still still to me remains to be the interesting part of the show. Uh the the way that they they tie that in and you get a piece of the story you know, now, and it doesn't feel like they're just making, you know, I mean, they probably are. They're making it making up, it as, up they as they go along, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like they really have like a backstory arc and a, a present day arc and that they're fill, you know, and that they're filling in the backstory arc to mesh with what they're doing in the present day. And I, I'm still amazed at how well they do that. You know, even if there's other things around or characters that you don't like or 
or stuff like that, that the basic way that they complete the show is just still fascinating to me. So is it more, or do they continue to make the characters be more three-dimensional and that even the bad people are not, like Mr. Gold is not this totally horrible person and Regina is not this totally horrible person, just like Snow is not the golden girl and perfect. They all have good and bad parts. Yeah, they continue to they continue to fill out things where you see that the path that they ended up on, you know, some bad decisions here and there and they you know, they end up getting deeper and deeper and pretty soon, you know, they're Mr. Gold, you know, or Rumpelstiltskin is, you know, become the 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 dark one and and uh, you know, is not necessarily the but greatest. But you get why yet, they're doing it. Yet you see, yet they fill in some of the reasons of why uh, they did some of the things that they did. You know, even though, and you know, it's sort of spiraled out of control type of type <laughs> of thing. And you and you can see, you know, like they fill in the story of Cora and her backstory. And yes, she was from you know she was the Miller's daughter. She was you know from a poor. Uh, upbringing and and had some small run-ins with the royal class or whatever but yet her decisions are you know it continues she goes you know completely dark pretty quickly you know <laughs> but you also find out that she knew Rumpelstiltskin when she was younger and you see how she learned from him and how she you know and then went on to use these things to in in a very dark way to you know, she killed off, you know, Snow's mother and set it up so that her daughter would end up marrying the king. And, you know, she did all these evil things in the past and they were all to get her daughter to be, uh, you know, the queen. And but just the way they completely filled in, you know, even more of that story, it was it was was really good. I mean, even though, like I said, some of the stuff around it, you know, you're just like, uh, but yet the basics <laughs> of how they do it is still, uh, I, is the reason I continue to watch. I'm fascinated with that style of storytelling of, of continually filling in a backstory where there will be a time like when they, they, they seem to do well enough that there could be a time at the end of a series like this where you could. There could be like an order to watch all the back, all the flashback stuff that would tell a complete story itself. Oh, like somebody could put together like a little thing that says, "Okay, watch these episodes all in a row, and you'll get this story." Yeah, like if you watch the, you know, the flashbacks from, you know, you could tell you which episodes uh, to watch the flashback segments from in what order, and it would be, you know, a continuous story of of a period of years in fairy tale land. And that's the thing that I find interesting about it. Just the, the ability to do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I might go back and watch it. Like I do with walking dead. When you guys talk yeah. about it, I'll go and watch it. If it's a, if it turns out to be a good episode. And speaking of the walking dead, <laughs> uh, that's the last show on our uh, primetime list. Uh, had down uh, season three, episode 12 clear and season and episode 13, Arrow on the doorpost, but uh, 
Ray had to get her beauty yeah, sleep yeah. and uh, couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't get The Walking Dead in. So uh, all we have is clear from last week. Sorry. What did you think of the reappearance of Morgan? I was happy to see Morgan again, though kind of bummed at the way we saw him. <laughs> I guess not really bummed about it, but like I, I don't know. I would have liked it to have happened a different way, though I, I, I enjoyed like them going back to that town. I guess I really thought Morgan and his son were going to leave the town, which I guess a, they did, and he came back, whatever. But still, I enjoyed seeing him again, and even as screwed up as he was, and despite the fact that we left him kind of still continuing his <sighs> whatever he is he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just trapping zombies. Yeah. He kind of just lost it a little bit, and uh, after you know he had lost his his wife when we met him in the in the first season, and you know he ended up losing his son. But then the story that they tell, you know, he ended up losing his son to his actual mother, you know, zombie, because he wasn't able to kill the mother zombie, kill his wife, even though she was dead. Uh, just. Right. That, you know, that was the thing that finally put him, you know, over, plus never being able to contact Rick at the right time, uh, you know, with the radio and, you know, that he finally it just pretty much had lost it. But they, you know, they also there was also a little interesting, you know, side story with the trying to get the picture of the of the mother for the baby and. Michonne actually talking is was a <laughs> was an actual plus <laughs> and, more than just a couple of words yeah. and you know sort of with helping him out becoming part of the group right i i think like you know, i liked carl saying that i think she's one of us yeah i think that that worked that that episode worked you know it was kind of a, a let's take a little bit of a pause between all the stuff that we've been doing so far this season kind of episode but yet being a callback to the first season it seemed like a good time uh, you know to bring you know Morgan back and since he wasn't going going to be you you wanted him to be a character that they were going to come back across and he was going to they were going to add him to the group you know uh but mm-hmm. uh, that that's so long uh, since passed uh what I thought was funny was seeing some things online where people were like, "Where? Who? Who is this guy?" Or and you're just like, "Have you been watching?" <laughs> they totally forgot him. <laughs> have you Have you watched the series? Is yeah, he wasn't in it much, but it's kind of a big part to the beginning of the story. You know, like how do you how do you forget that that character and have like no idea who who it was even after right. like even after the episode. <laughs> Rick pretty much explains who he was. Yeah. You know. And and everything. So that was that was kind of interesting. But for sort of taking a it being a limited cast for the most part it it, it was focused on their run. It has that grim perspective on things where the guy on the road by himself they leave him oh, twice. Oh. But yet, on the mm-hmm. way back, they find, you know, basically just his backpack, they steal his, they take his and they backpack. stop and pick it up. I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> you know, in this world, you don't know, you don't know who you can trust. 
kind of speaks to how they've changed too, you know, because they never in the past they would have stopped and picked up that guy, but and then had to kill him a couple of days later. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it just uh, that's what's so hard for me about this show. It is just so dark, but I do like that Carl is manning up, even though he's what only twelve, eleven. Just to see how he's changed in a year. He's not nearly as annoying as he was on the farm, you know, running off by himself. Yeah, well, he's sort right. of become like a little leader. <laughs> he's yes, like, he's like a mini version of his dad before his dad started, you know, wigging out. Or even like last week, he, you know, in the week before, he was like, you know, Dad, you might need to step down as leader. You know, you're kind of losing it. <laughs> well, and don't you think, too, that's one of the reasons that, that we got to see Morgan now, besides the fact that the guy was available. But you get to see that if Rick continues on the path he's on now, he could end up being crazy guy, too. Well, I'm hoping that this is the storyline that sort of snaps Rick back down the, you know, the path of stumbling around out in Zombieville looking for his dead wife. <laughs> You know, uh, that and and, you know, the the those sort of visions and stuff like that, where maybe it snaps him back a little bit uh, from that. Uh, granted, whenever there's like this week that, you know, it was the meeting with the governor or when there's these encounters, he always snaps back into, you know, badass Rick mode. Uh, but I'm hoping that sort of the Morgan seeing Morgan has pretty much lost it and was, you know, a pretty, was pretty strong that that might be enough to get him to reassess, you know, what he's been doing, uh, uh, lately. Right. God can only I mean not God. One can only hope because, uh, man, I'm over. I'm really kind of over Rick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Having visions of Lori. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now I've watched two episodes in a row. I may be back watching it just to see how. I, and I watch The Talking Dead every week <laughs> just to kind of stay up on it. But the governor just, ugh, he's so awful. And how is how do how has no one killed him? I'm like, are they everyone? Yeah. Is everyone that afraid of him that nobody will take a shot at him? Well, that's the thing we talked about last week of how. Andrea is so uh, become so annoying in that she's found out all this stuff yet it's still not enough for her to Here's a question. Take Why out, didn't but... they tell her last week about him almost raping what's her face? Of all the things I would think that would be the thing that she would be like, "Oh." Well, see, I um... thought I thought there was I thought she knew more, I guess than she actually did. Uh cuz it's not really a spoiler, but she kind of finds out more in the next episode about the governor and what was happening. Okay. And she becomes more, more conflicted, which is, well, uh, does which, is, she? which is a, well, it's, it's hard to exactly tell, you know, <laughs> with that character, what because they've done. She, because but she flip flops every week. But it does seem that she, yeah, that I, I don't know. It's, well, I don't want to say <laughs> too much about it because I don't want Please to. Don't. I don't want to spoil what happens in the in in, in the in the episode. But but yeah, she's been uh, and kind of an annoying character 
that we've we've talked about the last couple couple weeks, and uh, you know you really want you really want her to turn back around and be like man up. Everybody like, just needs to man up and decide what they want to do and stick to their guns. I'm like you, you it's either kill or kill, kill or be killed. Yeah, they're definitely gearing up towards uh, probably some sort of epic battle of some sort here coming up uh, that uh, that'll be interesting to to see. This is another or last night's episode was another sort of slower episode that sort of sets in motion what's going to happen in the last three episodes of the season between these these sort of two factions. So So there's only three left. Yeah, I think so. I think they right. I think they have 16. For, yeah. For this season, so Yeah, looks like the end of March. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you can, you know, three more days Three more middle of the days you can watch it. <laughs> Three more Saturday afternoons. <laughs> That's right. You can watch some, some Walking Dead. All right. I think that'll do it for prime time. And we'll move on to a, a little bit of a a reality check. Uh, the Amazing Race is on the list. And uh, I think you two wanted to talk about how you're not so into the show right now. Yeah. All right. Well, it doesn't help that stuff happened <laughs> to me <laughs> right like mm-hmm. as the show was beginning the season so i was i was behind um on all of the episodes because i had real life things happening but when i sat down to watch them i just was not i don't know just not into it i don't well, know what and it, it is. maybe maybe it is even in like a marathon situation with the uh, you know they that just wasn't grabbing you at all no that's it. like um no. <laughs> well, and I'll and I'll say it has not been that good. But last, did you watch last week's? You know, in the we're yeah, still last you're week's still was racing the continuation, right? Like okay, they didn't yes. finish the now, race, right? Which those are my favorite episodes because to me, there's nothing like random people on the Amazing Race that are already exhausted, and then Phil goes, and you're still racing. Because it only gets worse from there. Let me ask so, you a question. When they get to the end of the race and they're still racing, in the past, have they those people won something? Because hasn't he just remember. said, you were the first ones to the mat, but you're still racing? Like, I don't think he's ever, like, said. No, I think they, no, I think the first team still wins something. You still win the leg, but you're still racing. You don't get that 12-hour mandatory rest period. You have to keep going. and yeah. So then you have right. four days of exhaustion. Which I, those are the ones that which I really might, like. Which might make you, maybe if you were any other team, I don't know, because I haven't watched this week, might make you regret having used your express pass on fishing. Exactly. <laughs> which maybe I could have kicked done. doing that. Like, why wouldn't you have at least tried it for a few minutes? Or, you know what I mean? Well, like, give it know, a half 15 minutes. Point. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know how realistic it was of them to keep trying anyway. Like I said, I don't know what happens this week, but already I'm like, this seems unrealistic because how are you possibly going to be able to make it through the entire rest of the race with these problems? I don't know that they'll make it through the whole end of the race, but if I were them, I would keep going as far as I could go. I guess there's going to come a point there. There's going to come a point where they're going to have to make a decision because the sun can't do every 
roadblock or whatever. He can't do everything. They're going to make the dad have to do something. But right, exactly. and you can't as, as they've already they've already set the precedent this season with people, you know, taking the penalty. You know what? If you go into it and it's one that the dad has to do, dad take a penalty cuz even if they're at, if they're at the front of the pack and they have a 4-hour penalty, I'm sorry. Some of those teams, ugh, are so bad. Oh my god. The real, team, realistically the, the doctor brothers that are already eliminated that wouldn't swim is were they eliminated this week <laughs> were they eliminated last well, week? no they were the, the first week i think That's they were okay eliminated no you're, you're talking about the two twins right the twin brothers the doctors that would couldn't yeah. swim oh they were, were eliminated, they eliminated the first week wasn't first it or wasn't second the first week because that swimming one was not the until the second was it that round that they were eliminated oh. yeah i can't remember yeah the one where they wouldn't like, I, yeah, it was that one because they finally did the one that they just had to put the helmet the on. And I was like, why didn't you guys yeah. throw, go and try that one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, instead of spending an hour and a half talking about how you couldn't get in the water, why wouldn't you at least go try that one and see what it was like? Because yeah. as soon as they tried that one, it was so much easier because they had the helmet that weighted them down, but they could still breathe. <laughs> right, right. Whatever. I don't even know why you would come on the Amazing Race if you are so afraid of water that you cannot get in the water. Like you can't swim at all. Like if both of you, okay, I right. can get it if one person is like, I don't know how I'm going to do on these water ones, but at least one other person can swim. But if you're both like so afraid of water, like how have you ever watched the Amazing Race and thought to yourself, we could do it? They're not ever going to have a water task because there's a water task well, in every. It's like- Right, and it and it eliminates somebody that has that is terrified of the water because I'm sorry, you have to be able to swim at least, sort of, kinda, and you right. have to be able to drive a stick, and not that you learn to drive a stick the day before you left for the race. You need right, to be comfortable right. with a stick shift. At least one of you has because you be will get eliminated. With- well, yeah, because somebody's going to have to drive, and then they didn't they do what's wasn't last year, didn't they have a task where they had to drive a tractor? There was one season where they had to drive a tractor, and if they didn't know how to drive a stick, they were going to have a hard time. I don't know uh, that I could drive remember. a tractor. But it was three yeah, on a tree, know. so I could have. you could figure it out. But yeah, and last night's was more interesting, I think. I was definitely yelling at the TV. Yeah, that was Kyle's thing about the, the swimming. <laughs> you know, he, definitely, he definitely didn't get that uh, with and it that yeah that makes it especially how many you know how many seasons are they into it now and if you're going on the show the idea that you like you had to have watched the show probably in the past to think and, and to how do you even get on the show like if you can't swim you know it's, uh it doesn't even really make sense but but yeah it's you've got to have for all the Well you know types, that the producers knew they couldn't swim yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they knew it was going to make great TV when it came to a certain leg that they knew was going to be happening. Ugh, just drives me crazy. Anyway. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not quite into it. Hence why I didn't watch it last night. I went to bed. Well, watch watch last night's because it's – I'm curious if you had the same reaction as Kyle and myself. So. All right. I will, uh, I will probably watch that tonight because there's nothing else on, so – Okay. 
right. And the only other thing about reality I have to say is if you're not watching Project Runway this year, it's really good this year. I agree. It is really good if you're not watching. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not watching, you should be watching it. It's not a food (laughs) show, but... (laughs) But it's a they've they've revitalized what had become a somewhat boring reality show, and they had a um, duct tape challenge last last week that was really fun, especially mm. for me who loves duct tape. The clothes didn't really look duct tapey, and it was sponsored by whoever that company is that makes all the fun duct tape now. So. Mm. I don't watch. So well, I, I mean, I used yeah. to watch, but I haven't been watching. I, I really like it. That's that's a little bit of a reality. And lastly, uh, we have a little bit of listener feedback. Uh, we got an email from uh, Thomas Blake, who wrote in and said, "Hi, TV Times Three Podcast. Love the show. Been listening to the podcast since August of 2011. Well, thanks, Thomas. That's a uh, that's the equivalent of the." Uh, what would it be? A long-time listener, first-time caller. So this uh, <laughs> long-time listener, first-time emailer. <laughs> he said he he wrote in uh, about our community uh, discussion uh, from a couple of uh, podcasts back. Uh, meant to read this last week, but we went a little long. So doing it this week. Uh, he says to me, community feels the same even without Dan Harmon. Uh, I agree with you, Jason, and this isn't the reason that I'm reading it. Is because he uh-huh. says that he agrees yeah. to me. <laughs> I'm more or less reading it because it's the first uh, email feedback we've gotten in a, in a while. But uh, he says, I agree with you, Jason, in the last four episodes. Uh, if the last four episodes were put up against uh, other seasons of the show, they hold up. Uh, season three, if you take away remedial chaos theory, uh, the multi-reality episode, basic lupine urology, the law and order episode... Uh, Pillows and Blankets, the Civil War episode, and Digital Estate Planning, uh, the video game episode, and look at it on the whole, it wasn't as strong as Season 2. There were a lot of episodes where the jokes fell flat and the comedy was too out in left field. I am not going to judge the new showrunners till the season is done. They are still finding their own voice on the show. In the first season, I didn't get into the show till Episode 7. I think people should just chill and have some patience. Which is kind of where I was I was at in the uh, in talking about it, where I think that the episodes do hold up. Have you watched any so far this season, Ray? I have. And how do you think that the episodes hold up compared to past seasons? Um, <laughs> I do think they're missing something, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, Dan Harmon. Um, I think that there's like a surrealism that I don't think that they have quite, which maybe, like I said, maybe, and maybe it's what, you know, is being said here is that season three went a little too far. I I mean, like really, cause I stopped watching, like really stopped watching in season three, even though I was kind of watching in the other seasons and not loving it. But in season three, it was just too much out there. And, um, the ones I've watched this season have been more in line with what I saw in season one and season two. I didn't, I don't, I don't, I still don't love them and I still don't, but I like the character. So I watch for that, but at least it hasn't had quite as much, especially like 
the Pierce stuff and the Chang stuff, which was just too much for me in season. Like, it just got to be too much for me in season three. So, I don't know. And I really liked the most, not the most recent, probably. Was the Thanksgiving one the most recent? I can't remember. It may have been. I'm I'm, a, um, I'm an episode or so behind, so I don't remember what the... What the um, well, without was. saying it, I, I liked the... I think it was the most recent because one of the guys from Workaholics played... Was on it. Um, I won't say who he played because <laughs> um, you're behind. Um, but I liked that episode a lot, and that episode um, had some good moments in it. So, yeah, I think it's been. Uh, I laugh when st- <laughs> there's been stuff that's funny, and I, I, I really think that if uh, you didn't know that the showrunner or creator had left, which in a lot of cases. It may get announced. I mean, this happens all the time in in shows, especially you know, comedies where sometimes they move on of their own accord, and sometimes they get <laughs> ejected from the show. Uh, but this happens behind the scenes all the time, and you may notice a little bit of change, but you don't you don't really you don't really see a difference, and you're not you you're not up in arms over it. it this was so big and so public and he was so tied to the sort of the wackiness of the show that anything that you don't like you now you just say, well, it's because Dan Harmon's not on the show. And I, and I still say that there are plenty of episodes in the last few seasons that you could say were not good. And Dan Harmon was on the show. So I'm like, I don't really uh, totally get that. And then the last thing he says is, he said, uh, looks like you guys were right about Zero Hour, and I wonder <laughs> if Colt will be will be canceled next. And we were right about Zero Hour, <laughs> and uh, Colt will probably play out the rest of its episodes, but the likelihood of it coming back for another season are pretty small. Right. I wouldn't bet on it. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, it's not likely to uh to be back. And uh but you know, thanks Thomas for uh writing in and anybody else we'd love to hear from you what you thought about uh you know this episode or any of the topics that we covered. You can always send an email to feedback at tvtimes three dot com or uh leave a comment on the website or even leave a voicemail at the website, which you can now Use your iPad or iPhone uh, to leave a voice message uh, from the website. If you click the tab on the right-hand side, that it now that now, that little app now works with uh, with iPhones and iPads. So let us know what you think. And uh, with that, I'll say thanks to Patty for uh, for joining thanks for us. Having me. Thanks, Patty. Hey, Ray. Ray, bye. And and was and was <laughs> talking with Ray all it was cracked up to be. It's always fun what? to talk to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I kept waiting for you to say, well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> but you didn't really. I didn't say it. I'm sorry because there was nothing. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about shows I love or we talked about shows I didn't watch this week. <laughs> uh, all right. And with that. Uh, the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And uh, we'll s- see you next, or 
Well, we won't see you next week. I don't know why I said that. Is <laughs> we'll never see you. That so. would be. Unless you send us a picture. <laughs> that would be yes. <laughs> you... you might see somebody at Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, Ray, are you going to Comic Con <laughs> no, this year? Um. <laughs> well, if you don't have tickets, you have probably can't go now. Tickets. Or gotten a hotel in the hotel lottery, so it seems unlikely, but I suppose anything could happen. <laughs> you just, you're not going to just show up and and uh, bunk on uh, Amory's floor? No, well, I don't think – I think Amory is still unsure about whether she's going, <laughs> so that would be kind of hard to do. Um, I have other friends who are going who, I mean – Whatever. So we'll see. I thought about it, and people have wanted me to come, but it's a lot of money. Mm. And I have a house. <laughs> but house. You can watch stuff on the oh, internet so. now, though. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, now house. you can sit in your house and watch stuff on the internet. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> That's what, what I've done the last two. two years. That bums me out, though. I prefer to go. But well, see, so I've never been, so I don't know any different. If I go... I won't go. Like, I won't be at anything because I won't have a pass, but I would be at the after party stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not committing to yes or no yet, but probably not. So maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of Comic-Con, who what who listens to the podcast and is is going to be going? That's uh, let us know. We'd like to we'd like to hear uh, who might actually be there. Maybe we'll say hi. Maybe. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Maybe we'll. <laughs> I totally maybe, maybe we'll use that information for who to avoid. You never know. Exactly. Watch <laughs> out for stalkers. All right. All right. Okay. I need to eat. So. Bye. Of course. <laughs> Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay, I've hit the record button. Patty, say something. Testing one, two, three. All right, and Ray? I'm here. <laughs> Present. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> So, I don't have any presents. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. That's about that, <laughs> that. That should be our tagline. <laughs> it's just like fourth grade. <laughs> um, before we start, I did not watch The Walking Dead. So this week's. This week's, like the one that was on last night, I have not watched it yet. Okay. So, well, we can talk eight. about. We could talk about last week's episode since we recorded on Sunday last week and didn't talk about that episode. So, I just wanted to clarify, and also, you just wanted to be clear. Yeah, I just wanted to be clear. <laughs> anyway, um, the I also did not watch last night's Amazing Race. I can talk about Amazing Races before that, but I didn't watch last night's either. Sorry. <gasps> oh, Ray. I'm sorry. I went to bed early. The time change. <laughs> Well, and, you know, you get up at the butt crack of dawn to go walk like a crazy person. I didn't walk this morning, though, because it was too dark. So <laughs> Damn, it's creepy chains. dark. Yeah. Now yeah. you got to you need to walk later because 
I know I am I am walking after we podcast, so Well then we better get started so you can get out there before it gets dark. <laughs> yeah, I'll be walking in the dark again. <laughs>